When I sat down to gather my thoughts for this teaching, three strong emotions came over me. First, I confessed some anxiety about writing and producing a sermon for online viewing, partially because we lack the production equipment and skills, but also because the content and presentation of a sermon in this format is very new and super weird for me. Second, it struck me that after 24 years as a pastor, death is one of those subjects that in many ways I think I understand less and less as time goes on. And yet I experience it on a very deep level due to the people that I've known and loved who are gone. It doesn't get easier. It gets harder, I think. And third, I felt a sense of comfort at how familiar and beautiful and hopeful this story found in John 11 is. There are some stories in scripture that I read and for whatever reason I don't really remember all the details. They're, they're not that familiar to me. But this is not one of those stories. And as comforting as that familiarity is, when it comes down to it, I think sometimes the over-familiarity of stories can also work against us really hearing them. It, it's hard to be surprised by them. So in this story, as soon as the text says there was a certain man named Lazarus who had taken ill, it feels like we all know how the story ends already, and then it's easy to miss the surprising beauty in the story. So this week, I found myself wishing I could hear the story again for the first time. Because when we're familiar with this story, when we already know what to expect, then we forget that those who were there, Mary, Martha, and their friends, were totally not expecting resurrection. Resurrection is crazy and unexpected and out of nowhere. If I were with them, I would expect that Jesus would come and console me and spend time with me and be present with me and maybe even apologize for being late. But then we'd have dinner and tell stories about Lazarus and eventually we would move on with our lives and Lazarus would remain dead. Period. End of sentence. But for Jesus to weep and to tell them to roll away the stone, for Jesus to call out the name of their dead brother, and then for that dead man to walk. I mean, are you kidding me? That was completely unexpected. It was 100% surprising. There are those who will tell you that all you have to do to be a disciple of Jesus is apply the formula of believing and behaving in a certain way, and you can live with nothing but certainty. But I would suggest that the opposite is true. Being a person of faith does not mean you get to be certain. If anything, it means that like Mary and Martha, you get to be surprised. What if faith is about recognizing that when something is not expected, not formulaic, and 100% surprising, that perhaps it's the work of God? Because honestly, 
we can manage the expected and the unsurprising on our own. But when it's weird and seemingly impossible and somehow out of nowhere, that feels like a God thing, not an us thing. So I got to thinking about Lazarus. I can't imagine that Lazarus expected to be raised from the dead. So when Jesus called his name and he got up and started walking out of his own tomb, when his eyes opened unexpectedly, I'm sure he didn't think to shield his eyes. And I can't help but wonder how much the transition from the deep, deep darkness of the grave to the light of living day must have been painful. He, like his sisters, had to have been surprised by the suddenness of dawning light. That's the thing about tombs. Sometimes we don't even know we're in them until the light breaks from on high. I don't know what it is in your life that has entombed you, but I I know that we all have them. What is it for you? Is there something buried you left for dead? What in your life has been such a darkness that any kind of dawn would feel sudden, causing you to shield your eyes? Sometimes tombs are about how we treat things in our life and how they represent the end. This relationship is over. The life of faith is ended. This time of happiness will never return. And there's a big stone covering that thing I used to feel or used to love or used to be. That part of me is totally dead. Period. End of sentence. Well, as great African-American preachers often say, where we put a period, God puts a comma. Having a God of resurrection means that the story is never really over when we think it is. It may seem like there's a heavy stone in front of the tomb, but God sometimes rolls that stone away and you stumble out of the tomb that you didn't even know you were in. And before you realize what's happening, your eyes have to painfully adjust to the light. Where you had put a period, God put a comma. The truth is, weird and unexpected and out of the blue and totally surprising is often the work of God in our lives. Have you experienced anything lately where your response was like, I can hardly believe this. It's crazy. Who does this? This is why I believe in God, because things like this exist in the world. That is a confession of faith similar to what Mary and Martha must have had. Only God can do this. Only God can do something so weird and so unexpected and 100% surprising. Only God can call us out of tombs in this way. My favorite resurrection prayer goes like this. Therefore... With all who lost faith, all who walked away in sadness, with the women at the tomb and the men who hid in fear, we confess ourselves surprised 
by the suddenness of dawning light and confess together the great mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. So, as we continue to move through this season of Lent and into the great season of Easter, don't assume you already know how the story goes. Allow yourself to be surprised. Surprised by empty tombs. Surprised by the thing you never saw coming. Surprised by the grace that someone has shown you that people really love you. Surprised that you tear up when you're listening to music or watching videos of the beautiful goings-on in the world or when you're receiving the Eucharist and that, oh my gosh, you aren't afraid of that one thing you used to be and surprised that a relationship you thought was dead is not and that maybe everyone doesn't hate you after all. Surprised at empty tombs and the suddenness of light. This is how the God of resurrection is wanting to be known all around us. It's happening everywhere. Deep faith allows us to recognize the surprise of it all.